Y'all ready? We ready. Showroom, y'all ready? Hello, hello, welcome to Delicious Tears. I'm your host of Solution with my man, the Toe Box. Here on We Want All the Smoke. Holla at him, bro. Thank you, my people, my people. What's good? Thank you for having me. Hey, the Solution, thank you for having me back on the show and let's get to it. Welcome back to We Want All the Smoke. I am the Solution with my good brother. The toe box was good, people. Oh man, bro, it feels like two years. <laughs> man, it feels like two years. Man, hey, for the record, y'all, we had a little beef. We fell out, <laughs> and um, you know, I wasn't rocking with him. You know, yeah, it, it was yeah. I was I wasn't taking his calls. He wasn't answering my texts. It was bad out here, man. But you know, we we got the lawyers involved, and uh, we got it together. And we're yeah, playing yeah, nice again. Right the money's the right. money's right. The, the money's, money's right. right yeah, the money's <laughs> right. That's what it was about. You know, he, he wasn't happy. And, um, yeah, wasn't happy. Yeah. Wasn't happy. You know, I, I was stiff and, you know, pause, pause, pause. Oh, no, nah, we're playing. Yeah. We're playing. We had no problems. We had no problems. None at all. None at all. We still at talk at me every day you know, yeah. about this and yeah. that and things of that such in nature and things that we shouldn't be talking about, but we do anyway. True, but. True. When it's time to talk to you all, we have it all together. So, my, my yeah. good brother, bring us up to speed. Okay, then. So, pretty much, man, we was having this discussion on how it's important to have this open line of communication between daughters and fathers. Mm. And how the communication is so detrimental with the actual upbringing, concluding up to, you know young ladies becoming women mm. things that they could possibly avoid as far in adulthood um and, and, and you know just pretty much the importance of having that line of communication open yeah definitely, definitely. for so many reasons definitely you know um i've talked about my three rules of parenting as a father on the show before but uh one of those rules is basically what we're going to talk about i've told my daughter for years you can tell me anything and everything. It's an open door policy, just like you have at work in your EEO policy. The door is open. I'm never that busy. Tell me. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Because it only helps me help you. And you feel like, okay, I'm safe. I'm protected. My opinions, my my wonderments, my curiosities matter. So what better person to ask about certain things from a male perspective than my father without the ridicule and the judgment and the scrutiny now if it's some things like okay i need you to clear that. how'd you come up with that clear that up for me you can do that but like what are you talking about girl get out of here we don't want that we we don't want that it's it's an honor to have your child bring up sensitive topics to you especially being a father and you have a girl brother you know from your perspective how do you feel about that i feel that it's going to be a lot of things fellas that we're not gonna that's not going to be savory to our ears, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. there's going to be some things that are told to us from our daughters is because we look at them as still our babies but no we have to have it ourselves under control and make it a comfortable 
space for our daughters to come and talk to us. It's so important. Right. I mean, we have it to the point now where those relationships that we're talking about between daughter and father was never truly developed in the correct way. Mm-hmm. And now today we have it where women cannot hear reality. Some of these talks, some of these soft reality talks at an early age was never developed. Right. So you get it to this point where now you're an adult and I hate to say it, women have been fed so many delusional stories and, and, and cheerleading where reality is non-existent. Right. And it's like, where do you think you can talk to me about this? Or what do you mean? You know, and it's like you haven't heard enough reality and those talks should have been, you know, carried with your, your father. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And, it, and it's so important. Right. It's truly so important. Mm-hmm. You know, um, everything ain't okay. No. You know, everything is not okay. When we're talking about virginity, when we're talking mm-hmm. about relationships, so who, who better to get the true information from your father? Your father has really no dog in the fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He loves you. Mm-hmm. He's there to protect you. And why not hear the reality and the harsh truth from him than the outside, right? Right. I think so, the, so, the part that uh, we... We fall into this trap as parents is that, uh, especially with our girls, it, I call it the, uh, the the princess poem, the perpetual princess poem, where we we want our princesses, our little girls, to wear the little flowy dresses and carry around the wand and all that stuff and sing Frozen, but eventually the ice melts and the reality sets in. You have to have those uncomfortable conversations, and what better way? to really drive the point home from within yourself when you're about to have this conversation to say, hey, do remember that woman you had your child with is somebody's daughter. Mm. And this same situation was repeated. So we're supposed to be better than our parents, right? We're supposed to be the True. best model. We we cannot parent like our parents parented because evolution, things change. You know, we live in an information age. You can't tell these kids the fruit the tooth fairy exists. And try to keep that up or Santa Claus and thing like that. You you have to keep it real. I mean, we grew up in a time where our parents were able to lie to us strategically for a long time because they held all the information. That's not so. So when your your daughter has these curiosities about the uh, opposite sex, it's best, in my opinion, that she talks to our father instead of getting a, kind of a, a shaping, molding type of image from our mom who means well. But she's going to get a different side of, uh, remember, <laughs> one thing I did is I talked to my daughter from the perspective of a 15-year-old me. It was the funniest mm. thing, bro. She was cracking wow. up. And it helped her understand, like, I know. You know, I know. Remember, I already told you, like, look, I'm always winning because I've been 15. You haven't been 47. I'm always winning. <laughs> and uh, she See, I chuckled. Like I like that. Yeah, she yeah. chuckled and laughed. That's one of my disciplinary things, too. Like, you can't beat me. I have experience on my side. You know, you, you might went score a couple of points, but then I'm just going to MJ you, you know? Yeah. But I, I think it's important that we give them 
those curiosity questions when it comes to the opposite sex or you know whatever it may be uh, interpersonal interpersonal relationships from the father's viewpoint and you do it you you bring it from a place of caring because it's job number one is to protect as the father we're viewed as the protector but one of the other roles that it doesn't get thrown in is the nurturing we we also are entrusted with nurturing their self-esteem and how they feel about themselves because their first uh you know opposite gender love is from you true you know right so these guys these boys are going to be measured against you and if you don't communicate well um you're a little too hot-headed about things you're too quick to correct and instead of understanding they're going to expect that from these boys or expect less well i can't talk to my father so i'm confiding in this boy all the time all right or can, can I, I, I don't get a go ahead bro can i interject that? i don't mean to cut you off go ahead go ahead we always hear and i know us men have heard this time and time again it's the way you tell us it's the way you talk to us right yeah and that starts from the beginning and mm-hmm. i know that us as men uh, a lot of us men are i won't say all of us i'm just saying a lot of us generally are not in tune with our emotional side so right we come off a little brash or whatnot mm-hmm. and Abrupt. you gotta realize you gotta realize that when you're talking to your daughter and it comes off rough mm-hmm. automatically the ears shut off yep so think about it like this hey you you made a good point speak to her like you were your 15 year old self and think about it a 15 year old boy has something to gain from that talk. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that sweet talk. Yeah. That oh, so fine and all mm-hmm. the sweet talk. That's opening up the door. Yeah. Pause slash legs. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you don't want that, if you don't want that, I suggest that from me having a 13 year old daughter. To, to speak to her and be honest, be truthful, speak mm-hmm. to her of that 15-year-old boy that you were and, and, and be very open with her. Right. Now, what I will say is to be very truthful. Yes. Be as yes. worldly and truthful as possible because the information, you had said something, the information and the keys that are being thrown out to them mm-hmm. all at once is not sugar coat. Oh no. <laughs> you see no. what I'm saying? So no. you're not doing them any favors no. by no. sugar coat. Right. Disneying it up. Right. You don't do that. But you can you can have your tones warm. Mm-hmm. You can speak of an uh, 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 a loving way, but it can be stern. Right. It can be right. honest. Let her you let know? her know you're coming from a place of concern and good information doesn't always feel good mm. and that's that's one thing everything oh, you know that was good I feel good about that but truthful good information doesn't always feel good so when I talked about the from the perspective of 15 year old me which she found mm-hmm. hilarious but she was all ears for this because it was like I, I couldn't imagine and this is the funny story I'm getting to she was like, I couldn't imagine being in the same high school with 
15-year-old you. I said, I don't think you would like 15-year-old me. I said, I was a very unique 15-year-old me. So we, we played a little game called, okay. what if my daughter at 15 could go back in time to me being 15 in high school and actually introduce herself and say, hey, I'm going to be your daughter in a couple of decades. And basically, we did this like a movie, man. It was the funniest conversation, but it made sense. It was it was so in a, a curious, like funny way, eye opening. Like what she would say to me, yeah. Wow. Because we talked wow. about time travel before, and mm. she was aware of that conversation when I said, you know, it's going to happen. You know, it just branches out into something else. You know, based upon the Marvel theory and you know quantum and stuff like that, and um. You know, she knows my history and stuff. And I told her, I was like, some of the things I'm going to do won't matter. But there are pivotal moments later on that you have to remind me, don't do that. Or like pieces of her would disappear. You know, like oh, you keep, wow. yeah, I'm going to vanish if you you keep doing see, this. See, see right. that's from Back to the Future type stuff. It, yeah. But then it's a great exercise. Right. It was kind of Back to the Future-ish, but it was at the same time, It Michael J. Fox tampered a lot. You know? Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> she was going to be more of an, a, a guardian angel, like advisor. Like, it doesn't matter if you do that. All right. It does matter if you do this. So you have to do this. You don't understand right now, but you got to go through it. Or it's going to be painful moments. And I get mad at her. Like, why didn't you save me? Like, you have to do it because it helps later on. Mm. You know, you have to experience that. So it was the most eye-opening conversation where it was like, she was giving me advice. You know? Because it was like, how well do you know your father? You know? I know you extremely well. But you know your father's history. You know your father's character. So stuff, little fun conversations like that, it makes the uncomfortable ones a little easier because I got into you know girlfriends and boy you know girl the girlfriend boyfriend thing you know in high school where she clearly knew like none of that affected her you know mm-hmm. until later on I told her she's like oh oh so you had to do that I'm like right that has to happen all right these these oh poor decisions God. and stuff like that so it was a nice way of telling her like the things you do now could you think is inconsequential could actually ruin you later you know from poor decisions because you're living in the moment like i'm 15 it doesn't matter i got plenty of years to fix this oh uh, no you know because there there's like what is those what is it it's not a, a a catalyst moment but it's like a defining moment where it's like as long as you don't do that these things don't happen i forgot what mm. that's called but I, I think, in my opinion, that was a, a nice way, a cool way, yeah, a cool way of getting into her perspective, her head of how she saw things from, you know, interactions with boys and girls in high school and stuff. And this is what's going on now is mind boggling. They just have too much. They're being bombarded with so much information and people trying right. to shape and mold them and you know groom them to believe into things and we, we really got to stay attached to our kids and tune in and understand their world 
That's key. That's key. I agree. Right. I agree. Take and interest in the, the things like, man, it's weird. You know, yeah, teenage, we were weird when we were teenagers. All right. But hey, hey, we talked that, about the weird what, thing, right? <laughs> so am I allowed to say weird at that moment? Or I, do I got to go back to peculiar? Do peculiar because okay. it, it, it's yeah. All right. Yeah, I gotta I, I get clarification, my brother. We had a very, very deep conversation about weird and peculiar because I like to say weird, and I think it's harmless when he broke it down. Like, oh, oh, yeah, all right, all right, peculiar. There's there's a lot of peculiarities in this generation's teenage time. You know, do you agree? Yeah, I agree. Definitely, I definitely agree. But think about it. I mean. The same could be said about our time as well. It's right. just that the rapid speed of information yes. and, 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 and it's just so light speed. Man. Mm-hmm. We never thought that technology would speed up like this. And this is the thing: right. if you don't have this connection with your daughter, mm-hmm. if you don't have it, what do you think will happen? They're gonna seek it from one of these boys. They're gonna they're mm-hmm. gonna fill those voids and those holes with one of these boys that's telling them all the right stuff. So, um, you know, the, the the boys like to use uh the term riz, which for them <laughs> is slang for charisma, but it's so inaccurate. And I, I broke that down to my daughter and her cousin as well, and I said, um, that's not charisma, that's game. And her cousin said, "What well, isn't game?" good for guys like it's cool like telling girls what they want to hear I said no it isn't I said the problem with games that you got to remember playing that role I said charisma comes within you are who you're presenting when you're using charisma that's you that's you that's your personality first and foremost you're not trying to remember any slick lines any cool things and rubbing your hands and your beard that's not growing and you know licking your your pinky and rubbing across your eyebrows all that silliness <laughs> so 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 let's let's say this yeah charisma and this whole riz thing right mm-hmm. charisma is awesome yeah riz is artificial yes yes let, 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 let's yes. make it as simple as that simple as that <laughs> it's, it's, it's a script simple. it's a script and you gotta remember that script all the time like I'm a wordsmith but when it comes down to talking to women getting to know them I don't do that I I lead with cordiality just being cordial being a gentleman being kind if if that's not what you want okay cool I move on from it that's fine I I don't need any lines yeah you know when I saw the stars I always knew there was going to be a twinkle in my mind whack <laughs> that, that's a scary thing. When Whack. Little girls don't get. They don't hear stuff. So it was like, oh, oh. You want to be a grandfather at forty-three? Yeah. <laughs> right. You want to be a grandfather at thirty-six? Yeah. It's it was crazy because you, you like had some little some little musty little teenage dude raise your daughter up, you know. Because you you too busy being stern, hard father and not giving her words of affirmation. Mm. Yeah. So so let's just say this. I gotta ask the fathers, is it important for your daughters to be protected? That's <laughs> the whole doubt. question. So yeah. 
I hate to say it, as you say, that's rhetorical. You know, for us, for us, for us, that's rhetorical. But I'm just saying, hey, if not, you better And there's nothing wrong with when you're adult, you do what you want. But people, guys, be wondering like, how did my daughter get into the adult? the adult working scene how can she be a dancer how right. can my daughter be walking on fig it's, right i mean can we we gotta take some form of responsibility yeah i mean you, all i'm saying a lot unfortunately play devil's act yeah, she could come from devil's all act. those things her dad was on it but her being who she is you know internally she still turned look at lawrence fishburne you know, and what happened to his daughter? The decision she made. No excuse from that besides what she wanted to do. Right? She had it all. Right? I don't know. That was a choice. Right. That was her choice. That was the choice that she made. But it, look, I'm to the point where I love Hooters Wings. My daughter <laughs> loves Hooters Wings. I could publicly talk about this. Right. I live less than a quarter mile from a Hooters. Right? And I will go in and pick up. She stay in the car, right? She stay in the car. I'm that parent. Now you're like, man, just. But I don't want her to see like that's normal, you know, for her to be objectified by men drinking beer and eating wings, or even women, because you know we know the times we live in and stuff like that. Like that's cool. I feel like that's gateway, right? Uh, if your daughter hits the pole and steps beyond that, you have failed. All right, you have failed. Even if you did all the things, it's, it's something I believe that you could have kind of swayed her choice. And you know, sometimes they they like we say, what experiences a painful teacher. Agree. Yeah. Agree. You know, but you do what you're supposed to do to keep them. And like, you don't have to do that. There's other ways. You know, like I think attention might be the most addictive drug out there. What do you think about that, brother? Attention is a woman's currency. Mm. Think about it. Um, social media is driven oh yeah. by attention. Yeah. Um, someone, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be just keep it a buck. Yeah. It's a virtual diary to some. It to is a, a terrible diary. <laughs> because think, think about what you back in the day. What was it? You just didn't leave your diary. It had a lock on it, right? It had a you lock hid your on diary. It. You hid it. Nobody could read it unless right. you allowed it. Unless you got a hold of them. But yeah. now we're at the yeah. time where you got women going on social media and talking about exploits and things they've done, and it's not the most savory thing. And they want to see the views and the likes and stuff like that. And it, it drives them. It's that dopamine hit. Oh, I feel great. You know? And that long-term serotonin effect. Yeah, I got to put out another one because they, they like that. And you're talking about see, things only a few people should know. If any. But it all comes back to the point of that hard open door Eye to eye relationship right. with father right. and daughter. Right. <laughs> right. Look, I, I have a saying, and um, you know, she rubs it in because she knows I mean it. I say, You're my favorite person. Mm. I only have one child. You know, like, you're my favorite person. Mm. Yeah. 
and she gets away with stuff because she knows that you know or the gift you know because I believe children are a gift and my saying is that my daughter came when I needed her not when I wanted her because looking back at that moment in my life I needed something to even me out and keep me from being the way I was (laughs) (laughs) which I've talked to her about I've I've, you know to let her know like hey your your dad he's he's a good man but I had my challenges you know yeah but you're not the only one man like like you have yours with your I've always told my daughter that you've warmed daddy's heart when you were born you warmed my heart and I, I explained to her before yeah I had my son first but my heart was still cold <laughs> you know it was very cold and when she was born I mean that ice melted away man and it was this level of I was always concerned about my son but with my daughter it was more of a a true sense of emergency you know what I'm saying like like that 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 coddle that that talk to me man fathers out there that have a daughter mm-hmm. and I know it's a difference when you had your daughter your heart changed it did your heart changed you know uh you know 15 year old me was a bad me you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it was a very bad me and and the thing is is that your whole perspective on life um even if somehow when you look at women in so many cases yeah. it changes those yeah. lens changes yeah. so um like i said the the the, the connection between father and daughter mm-hmm. is so extreme and it, it has to be extreme and it has to be an open an open book it has yeah. to be that open connection is because you can save your daughter from having a heart broke a lot. Mm-hmm. You can save your daughter from being in certain situations. Right. You could put her up on Riz, air quote, yeah. Riz or <laughs> game or whatever you want to call right. it. And um, I asked the men something already, but I, I want to ask the women. Is it important for your daughter to have a connection with their father and did you have a connection with your father do you wish you would have had a connection with your father do you want that for your daughter good questions big question good questions good questions i I think um and just seeing from experience uh some women when they see this great relationship this bond uh, between a, a father and a daughter there I think underneath it depending on how they were raised there was a level of jealousy because they wish they had that um, it's a competition thing with some women um, some are confused by it like they've been marginalized and, and some women are literally uh out of touch and anything like because we share gender she's automatically going to be attached to me more and that's Mm. not true because humans learn via curiosity they you know little girls see this man all right and you're you're pretty much a superhero 
you're doing all these things and you're doing it with ease and stuff like that but you find time to make them smile and giggle and laugh and you you do the tea parties and you dress up with them and stuff like that oh man you know to them is is cute and normal meanwhile the moms might be like well she doesn't want to do that with me because we just got a different approach all right Mm. we got a different approach and we we tend to slow down a little bit more for our daughters we do i feel like i'm going to be judged far more harshly for my stumbles my miscalculations my bad choices from my daughter than if i had a son mm, you want to know something mm. i think because like even with my daughter she's very protective over me man mm-hmm. she's protective but it feels over good me. doesn't it? it it feels wonderful mm. man it, it, it's crazy yeah. it's crazy I know you probably experienced it and fellas out there I know you've experienced it too you are out with your daughter and it's just you and her mm-hmm. and um, let's say a, a, a woman gives you these signals and your daughter picks it right, right up right right she picks it right, right. up and she gives that that that, <laughs> that scrutiny look like you know like oh, yeah. oh my god yeah. oh my god this hey is, this is my time funny. catch him when he's by himself <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I don't approach women when they're with their children, you know. But women have mm-hmm. tried to low key be fake interested in some things that uh, my daughter and I are doing to uh, gain or garner interest from, me. and she sees it quickly. She sees it quickly. <laughs> yeah. But it's a beautiful thing. It is. It's, it's a, a beautiful, beautiful thing. thing. It's um. Yeah. I mean, I, I talk about fatherhood a lot because I, I think it defines me mm. and um, I'm a non-traditional father if you will via I'm non-custodial but it's pretty much like my daughter lives here you know she helped pick out this house so um, <laughs> see, yeah I'm see, fully invested in what I'm doing you know see your baby had a hand in your life and, right and that's the whole thing making, the making them know that they matter like the decisions you make will affect them good bad or indifferent like i can't do that because that you know that could trigger some things i'm not going to take any chances from her i'm supposed to provide her with extra chances a head start okay and you know we 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 got to avoid these generational traps these traumas and the the cycles repeating well my parents didn't do that for me well you you don't want better for your kids Exactly. You just gotta That's repeat the that. Question. That makes no sense to me. You know, this is your yeah. legacy. Yeah. Your, your children are your living, breathing legacy, not something you built by hand, some tangible things, uh, not the money you have in your bank or the home you live in. It, it's truly what you instill into your children. That's your legacy. They, they, you live on with them. And you want them to be better. So I, I I would like to say we lose focus when we're just out here providing with um, really we're supposed to give them somewhat of a head start in life to make it the struggle shouldn't be the struggle you had. 
let them define their own struggles on their own something they tackled they came up like well i i didn't present you with that you weren't born into that you chose to get into that you know but I, i'll got you you know i'm not going to bring you into struggle right i'm not going to bring you into struggle you know i'm supposed to lighten your load you know, what, what, what jay-z said Hov did that so hopefully you don't have to go through that. Well, dad did that mm. so you don't have to go through that. Right? She's not nice. joining the military because I did. And I have a way nice. to ensure she won't do that. You know, but hey, for the parents that are okay with that, that's cool. But I prefer that she doesn't do that because I did. It, well said, brother. Well said. Yeah, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this man and I, we talk about fatherhood I, I think a cool 40 percent of our conversations are based or loosely based upon fatherhood the joys and the challenges and mm-hmm. the head scratching moments bouncing <laughs> ideas off each other yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah man believe me and that's the thing even with your partners have, have those conversations mm-hmm. with your partners i've asked this man plenty of times hey man look because his daughter is slightly older than mine. Not too much, but he have put me the game. Hey, look, this is what's going to happen. And I, I I can put money down. I can put a few shoes down. <laughs> yeah. That it has come to pass. So, like I said, talk to your partners. Talk to some of the fellas that have daughters and, and share the information. Right. Talk with right. your daughters. I, Hey, I understand a lot of us fellas don't have that great communication and some might not have that great communication with the opposite sex, let alone your daughters. But it is important that we make that valid effort to build that strong connection. Right. One of our jobs is to protect. So let's do that. Right. Let's do it. It's, um, I, I can't say what was that sentinel moment that's what i was looking for the sentinel moment with my daughter where she caught on like talking to my dad is invaluable and i enjoy it and i've learned so much it's helped with my feelings because what i used to do was um i call it the captured audience we'll be driving somewhere and i would take the long way because she couldn't like oh i gotta go to the bathroom blah 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 you know You're, you're stuck in this car can't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, I got see, you. These are the these are yeah. the tactics that you fellas might not be know not know, but this is why you gotta mm-hmm. hear this podcast. You gotta right. know. It is this is this conversation. I right. learned from him that. So I would say let's go take walks. Yeah. And I don't mean to cut through, but let's let's take walks. Let's mm-hmm. take let's take a walk real quick. Undivided attention. Yeah. Yeah. Undivided attention. You gotta walk back with me. Right. You can't just turn, oh, your, phone yeah, turn your phone. Yeah, put that phone away. Let's talk. And the more I did it, the more she would initiate the conversations, and we would find ourselves on a Friday night, Saturday night, or something, the summertime, whatever it was, talking for hours, just serious stuff, laughing and things like that. And I, like one day, it hit me like it's working. I did the hard work, so. Before we leave you, gentlemen, I'm going to I'm going to remind you of something. You win and lose with your daughters between the ages of 12 and 16. Mm. Boys, it's 13 and 18. All right. 
you win and lose because they're entering middle school. There's puberty, there's menstruation, there's interpersonal, intrapersonal relationships, the academic atmosphere is changing, extracurriculars, the, uh, the, the social connections or lack thereof, and they're just trying to find their place. And with young ladies, they're, they've become aware of their beauty and how they view their you know, measure of beauty. All right, hopefully you provided them with a good solid base with that. Um, but also the intangibles, reminding them of the intangibles that those are important to as a woman because your beauty is, is going to decline at one point, you know, mm. and you, time is undefeated. So what do you have to fall back on when your beauty is declined? You're not in demand as much. You're not getting the attention. So let's work on those other traits, too. You, you really got to get in there and they go, oh, dad, this is, but you got to find another tactic. And I just kept tapping in tapping in and turning the screws and investing you know she was into something mm -hmm. interesting and it was kind of close hell I'm like tell me about that how's that work and it was genuine so she would get into it and stuff i was like all right look so i found this place that does that let's go see it's like, oh, always wanted to go there where we're going investment investment, investment. right <laughs> investment you you invest in your money you invest in your your personal likes your home your job to get better what better person entity out there investing in your child in this case we're talking about daughters you know, that that hard work right For sure. but For like sure. we said um we learn from one another as men and as fathers we bounce ideas off each other uh we, we clear our heads about stuff and um the beautiful thing about what the toe box and i do it always comes from a place of concern mm -hmm. and we might not agree about the method or the tactic but we respect it the fact that you tried something means more than like i did absolutely nothing you know or you mm -hmm. haven't considered it so when we come to each other with hey man, have you did you see this man let me tell you about this <laughs> uh, oh for real i could i could do that I, man, I have to try that. You know, we do that as men, as fathers. Mm, like, yeah. man, I, didn't, I didn't know about that. Thanks. You know, I'm slightly older than him. You know, yeah. but he still imparts some awesome information on me because we come, mm -hmm. we come from different cultural areas. Things are different mm -hmm. where he is, and things are different where I am. So, right. you know, you kind right. of forget that there, there's other worlds out there, culture that people exist in. As a parent, like he has his challenges. You know where he lives as a parent, and so do I. So you know, you you need that that ear, you know, as as a man to say a fellow father, like, man, these kids, you know, or this Nothing child. Nothing wrong of mine. with a different perspective. Nothing right. wrong Nothing with a different with perspective. It. Nothing wrong with Put it. Put your pride, your ego mm. to the side, and the well-being of your child is mm -hmm. more important. Right. Definitely. Right. Like he knows, I I struggle with disappointment I try to avoid disappointment at all costs I, I do not want to let my daughter now and I'm obsessed with that where people's like oh you know you can't make everything and I'm like I should be able to because the life that I live now I should be able to and I've actually made changes within my professional life so that doesn't happen you know yeah I, you know this, this is serious yeah. business yeah, yeah. You know, 
Like I tell him, like you're you're my you're the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. The greatest. I was like, look, you you walk into my office, you see all these titles and these things hanging up on the wall, and you watch me graduate again, and all those things can be disavowed, discredited, and taken from you. But they can't take away the fact that I'm your father. That's title one. That means everything. And that's what I leave people telling me about yourself. I'm a father. I have a 15-year-old daughter. That's the first thing that comes out of my mouth. Not accolades. You know? yeah. Yeah. I leave with that. You know, to let people know, like, I take this serious. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, mm-hmm. please don't come around me. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Right, no. right. They're, right. They're, and I said this in a previous podcast. They're women. Excuse speaking away from the mic. They're women who actually support quote unquote deadbeat fathers mm. with their kids. That father doesn't spend time with their kids because he's with her. But how dare her kids' father or fathers don't spend time with the, the, the hypocrisy of that is mine. <laughs> but that, that happens out here. I've seen it. Yeah. So it's it's yeah you know, I've rambled enough. You know, this is it's personal. <laughs> serious business right here, man. I'm sure it's April 14th. What you got for us, man? Before we get out, man. You know what? You pretty much, man. This this was a heavy subject. Yeah. It, it, we we hit it on point. We left some valuable key information mm-hmm. and other tools that right. hopefully we uh, possibly gave you guys some, some some options to be able to open that door up with right. your daughters and um, the best of luck. And, and also, I mean, hey, if you have any questions, if you have any thoughts, leave an email. Yeah. Leave an Delicious email. Delicious Tears. And, and, at gmail.com where people send topics to us yeah, it's yeah. there we got a gmail for you alright the email address is delicious tears lowercase letters the delicious tears podcast at gmail.com people been yeah. sending topics in um, shout out to everybody that was still sending topics when we weren't active but a lot of the stuff <laughs> you said we had covered it or it's just not the flavor of DTM delicious tears media we don't talk about certain things on um the platform there's plenty of other platforms that you know you know you know what we're talking about if you sent those questions but <laughs> <laughs> you know we're gonna get out of here and uh, like I always say just be a good human thanks for tuning in to we want all the smoke I'm the solution and we thank you for joining us on this journey and enjoying all the topics I'll add them bro Thank you, my people, for having me on again. The Solution, thanks again for having me. And y'all, till the next time. Peace. The Solution.